The WBEN All Local. All Local. A daily look at what's happening in Buffalo, Western New York, and the world. I'm Susan Rose. I'm Brian Mazarowski. And we're starting at the National Weather Service. Meteorologist Bob Hamilton is with us live this morning. It looks like a different week in Western New York, Bob. No more 50s to near 60 degrees around here. No, we're finally getting back to normal winter weather here for mid-February. Boo. I mean, Saturday, beautiful. Yesterday, you started to feel it just a little bit in the air. Uh, Normal weather in February. Remind us what that is again, because it's been a while. Low to mid-30s for highs, and uh, it's a little dangerous to get the warm weather now. You get spoiled, and we've still got plenty of winter to come yet, so no need getting spoiled just yet. All right, so are we looking at snow showers returning anytime soon? Absolutely. We got a storm going by our south tonight. That's not going to do anything for our listening area, but we expect snow showers. Lake effect snow showers on a northwest flow later tomorrow through Wednesday, probably an inch or two around our area, more so over towards Rochester and down the southern tier. And then a uh, storm system is going to come racing through here on Thursday. That one's got a better chance of producing some widespread accumulating snow. Not a big deal, just enough to remind us what the season is. Uh, Plenty of wind behind that Thursday night into Friday, but plenty of winter this week. All right, so return to winter. Uh, I mean, we only have a couple weeks left of February, though. I mean, how much more winter could there possibly be? Well, every year you hear people complain in April that, you know, that it's still snowing and wondering how unusual that is. Well, it's, it's not unusual. I mean, we get snow here right into may so look at the calendar we got a couple months that we could conceivably see the white stuff despite the el nino that's going on so you know like i said it's too early to get spoiled just yet yes that was a it was a really bonus to have that weather last week bob thanks for the update this morning Mm -hmm. have a good one bob hamilton live at the national weather service okay so you got the winter weather coming meanwhile the kansas city chiefs super bowl champions again 13 seconds to go in the overtime 22 to 19 san francisco mckinnon is in it running back first down and goal to go play action fake right side throw touchdown kansas city mccall hardman mccall hardman with the catch on the right side a three-yard touchdown pass in overtime Kansas City wins the game, 25-22. An overtime Super Bowl, and fans were celebrating through the night in Las Vegas. Ben lives in Kansas City. He's been to all of the Chiefs' recent trips to the Super Bowl. I found him scooping up confetti and putting it into a baggie to bring home. I feel good, baby. I've been to all four of them, so this is awesome, man. I'm glad I spent the money and came out. The celebrating went well through the night here in Las Vegas for a Super Bowl where tickets cost many thousands of dollars. Alex Stone, ABC News at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. What do you do with that confetti when it's all like all hang right. it uh, somewhere? Do you it, use it next season? Send, sell it on eBay? Yeah, <laughs> $1,000 a bag just to Super recoup Bowl some confetti. of the uh, costs from those tickets maybe. Um, wow, must have been a great celebration for any Chiefs fans were there two years in a row. Yeah. I mean, would be uh, would be pretty nice, but there you go. 
Congratulations to the Chiefs. Uh, much more on the game, the halftime show, all of that still to come here on WBEN. If you tuned into the game, you no doubt saw the gambling influence in both the game coverage and the commercials. WBEN's Tom Puckett spoke with a local expert on what they've seen since the legalization of mobile sports betting. There's not a doubt in my mind we will have a spike in calls. Shanley O'Shevy with Problem Gambling Resources Center says a lot of those calls will come from those taking part in mobile sports betting. And she says those calls are coming from younger gamblers. The age of our callers is shifting a little bit lower. Um, you know, younger men in the 20s, early 30s calling about mobile sports betting. Old Chevy says mobile betting calls are catching up with other forms of gambling. Not everyone considers scratch-off tickets and the lottery gambling, um, but we do. It falls under our definition of gambling. But the number, that number is starting to even out. We have definitely seen an increase with the mobile sports betting. And she says this is also affecting relationships. Hear about that online. Tom Puckett, WBEN.com News. Yes, definitely an influence there that was seen yesterday. It's 5.06 now on WBEN. Some heated exchanges during Hardline yesterday right here on WBEN. It's both Erie County Comptroller Kevin Harbuck and Clerk Mickey Kearns joined Joe Beamer to discuss two audits of the clerk's office including the mishandling of thousands of mortgage tax dollars and the theft of a $326,000 check. And I want to see that same sort of cooperation going forward, and I hope that we can see it uh, in, in agreeing that we need a forensic audit because we, we just can't cut the knot because we can't get it out. We've got to find out where that money was supposed to A lot of back and forth between Hardwick, who you heard there, and Kearns, a criminal investigation by the DA and sheriff still underway in that case. Former President Trump under fire after saying at a campaign rally over the weekend that if reelected, he would not protect NATO allies unless they pay their share in defense funds, even suggesting he'd urge Russia to attack them. Nikki Haley condemning Trump's threat. The last thing we want to do is break up that alliance. Yes, we want them to pay more, but that is not the way you get them to do it. Haley is also questioning Trump's mental capacity after Trump questioned her husband's military service, insinuating Haley's husband deployed to Africa to get away from her. What happened to her husband? Where is he? He's gone. We need to have mental competency tests for anyone over the age of 75. That's Rhiannon Alley reporting. All right, lots of back and forth there. 508 now on WBEM back here in western New York. 15 years ago tonight, Flight 3407 crashed into a home in Clarence Center. Killed 50 people, 49 on the plane and one on the ground. In the years since, families of the victims have worked to get landmark aviation safety legislation, including better pilot training. The anniversary also marks 15 years without a single fatal U.S. commercial airplane crash. Many consider that to be a testament to those safety reforms. Later today, the families who lost loved ones will mark the anniversary with a ceremony at the Long Street crash site. New insights into Friday's fiery small plane crash on I-75 near Naples, Florida. Five people were on board that private jet when it crashed near a highway exit after reporting dual engine failure. The pilot and co-pilot were killed, but a third crew member and two passengers survived. The jet slammed into a truck. The driver suffered minor injuries. An SUV was also hit. Three people inside walked away unharmed. The family of the deceased co-pilot saying in a statement, the family is in shock and devastated. We know our father died a hero, doing his best to save everyone he could on the plane. We ask for prayers during this difficult time. Investigators have determined the plane did not run out of fuel, saying that fire was from the fuel on board. They say a bird strike or some mechanical 
mechanical failure could be the cause. That's Derek Dennis. The images from that were incredible yeah, no, over the weekend. Flames and everything like that right in the middle of the neighborhood, basically. Right. Uh, a new look at what age we feel happiest in life. Here's CBS's Stacey Lynn. Because I'm happy. Wisdom comes with age, but apparently happiness does too. Several studies recently found that we're happiest in our 60s. It's because of a combo of factors. Older people have better mental health. Those in their 20s and 30s reported the highest levels of depression, anxiety, and stress. Also, Psychology Bulletin found that self-confidence peaks around age 60, which is likely due to a more stable environment. And when you're older, they say the meaning of happiness usually changes to being content with what you have, not just what you want. Stacey Lynn, CBS News. All right. So Interesting. It's, it's, the sooner you can get to I am what I am. And, uh, right. you know, that's Just the way it's going it. to be. Right. The sooner you can be happier. Or maybe as soon as you realize, like, you know, I have what I have. And that's the way it's going right. to be. Right. You get to happiness. So I, maybe there's something there. A lot of anxiety earlier in life from the sounds of things, though, in right. that survey. Of trying to get as much as you can. <laughs> more right. and more and more, right? Your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast. Some sunshine will peek through the clouds this afternoon with temperatures in the upper 30s. Tonight, mostly cloudy, a little light snow well south of Buffalo. Temperatures near 30 degrees. For your Tuesday, clouds will increase. Some snow showers arrive in the afternoon. Highs in the mid-30s. Partly sunny, low 30s on Valentine's Day. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Aaron Minkowski. Joining us on the Trocare College Live Line this morning, Frank Congertes, the creative director at the Martin Group. We're talking Super Bowl ads and what hit, what missed last night. Hey, Frank, thanks so much for being on with us this morning. All right, uh, late night for a lot of people, but you're waking up, and probably one of the things you're talking about is what you saw, those Super Bowl ads. I want to kind of get started with the one that maybe kind of had a lot of people in Western New York talking. All right, M&M's brought in the big guns, Dan Marino, and we all saw Bruce Smith there. Hit us hard. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> when when you have something like that, that's uh, you're you're gonna look at a you know Miami Buffalo. I forgot who else was there. My eyes were just on Bruce uh, the whole time. There was somebody <laughs> else on there too. Uh, when you have an ad like that, I, I mean, what did you think of what they did and how that might play in our city? Well, first of all, thanks for having me this morning. It's uh, good to uh, wake up and, and kind of share all this stuff. Uh, a lot of funny commercials last night, which was was. Uh, always kind of a, a nice treat, but yeah, that one, M&M's really kind of jumped out early with that. And it is, I think it helps uh, Bill's fans a little bit that to know that Dan Marino's in the same boat as Bruce Smith without winning that ring, you know? So uh, it's good that they got the recognition there and it was uh, definitely entertaining. I still don't understand how they turned peanut butter into diamonds, but uh, maybe over time we'll, we'll understand that a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, what were advertisers going for this year, do you think? And what was your number one? Uh, my number one was one of the more unique uh, ads and kind of campaigns built around it was for DoorDash. I don't know if you guys saw the DoorDash, all the ads promotion. So they, they kind of built it up before, uh, you know, leading up to the actual game and, and running teasers that said they were going to deliver one of every product that was advertised during the Super Bowl to somebody. And all you had to do was watch their ad and, and get the promo code. Uh, well, that ad aired, I think, in the fourth quarter, so relatively late, and the promo code is 
actually runs the entirety of the 30-second ad, which is almost impossible for anybody to keep up with and enter into that site. So it was a it was a clever buildup to get people excited to pay attention to it, but also the execution to make it almost impossible for anybody to win one product, uh, one of every product in this Super Bowl ad. So that was my top campaign. Um, I think in general, humor definitely was the was the lead this year. There was only a handful of very serious uh, ads. I think um, those are a little bit more challenging to pull off. I think a, a lot of people kind of roll their eyes sometimes if you don't if you don't execute those well. But uh, I think Dove did a really good job there. Google Pixel was a good one. Kia actually a little on the you know cheesier side, but I thought that that landed well too. So um, yeah, a lot of humor. Kawasaki was great. Dunkin' Donuts was great. The Tom Bray, I know you know the Buffalo audience won't love the Tom Brady uh, shout out, but uh, I thought his, his uh, cameo was great there. And Pluto, Pluto TV with the uh, couch potatoes, great execution, great idea, and a, and a great way to introduce their product to a global audience too, because I don't think a lot of people are familiar with Pluto TV, but now they know exactly what it is. How difficult is it during the Super Bowl to stand out? You know, watching it live, too, it's like nearly impossible to kind of have that memorable moment. And it just really takes some originality. And you see a lot of these spots, you know, there's an alien invasion. They think they have to go big with the idea or with the concept has to be kind of this, you know, huge idea. But it really it just takes some, you know, ingenuity and some, you know, unique thinking. Again, couch potato isn't a, a new idea, but the execution really landed i thought you know youtube tv doing the nfl birds migrating was hilarious and, and i thought again a lot of times people just try for a laugh but it doesn't actually connect to the product that they're selling so uh, again pluto tv did a really good job there youtube tv the same paramount plus uh i thought was exceptional with uh patrick stewart and, and tua and kind of the uh football shaped head and that was one that leaked before or they released before, and it's still, you know, it was still funny watching it the second and third time. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's just, you, they, you really have to find that niche and find, find a way to, to, to be different. Yeah, you're bringing things up that I've already forgotten about from last night. It's kind of funny, you know, what the things <laughs> that stick thing. with you. Every year it's the same thing. Yeah. yeah. So when it comes to misses, you know, hits and misses, what missed last night, do you think? Um, I think, um, I, you know, I, I do love Beyonce. I think that was a, a good idea to promote her new album. I, I don't think that the idea kind of landed necessarily as far as trying to break the Internet. Um, Coors Light, you know, they rehashed the the, um, the train idea there with LL Cool J driving that. I thought that was a little flat. Um let me see what you know. The other thing I noticed too was was a lot of movie trailers pushing to watch the full trailer online instead of actually showing the movie trailer, which uh, I thought was unique. But those two, and then Uber Eats um, was fine, I thought. But again, you're they really lean heavily on the on the celebrities in a lot of these, and that's not necessarily going to be something that automatically gets you to stand out, right? You have to do something unique with these celebrities as well. We had a presidential ad that, um, you know, I thought was very interesting that the presidential, you know, campaign would be spending for a Super Bowl ad. The ad itself, yeah. I you'd have to be, what, 125 
ish to <laughs> you know understand the reference to the old <laughs> Kennedy ad. I don't. What yeah, did you make yeah. of that? Uh, I was I was surprised as well. Um, I think it's a great way to announce a campaign because uh, I don't think everybody was certain he was running or, or not. But yes, that reference is really leaning heavily on uh, one aspect of that candidate, which is his last name. So uh, I think, yeah, not a lot of people probably got that reference. Um, I did see, you know, uh, a Mad Men Instagram was really excited to uh, to retweet that or, or share that, too, because it, you know, played during the Mad Men days. But, yeah, again, uh, not really sure the creative idea was there. Um, but again, it's a, it's a good platform to announce your candidacy for sure. Is this a big day for the ads, too? You know, as people are talking about them, do they go back and watch them? I think so. I, you know, I always wonder that. I'm in the industry, so you know, we're locked into this. This is our literally our Super Bowl. Um, so, you know, being on the outside, I'm sure there are people that are, you know, talking about it. It's on all the news shows, and you know, the Today Show will be talking about it, and uh, you know, we're talking about it on the radio this morning. So, there definitely is some public uh, interest in it, and I think, you know, a lot of times people will wait to see what you know the 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 audience hated or really loved and go back and watch those ones. But I, you know, I don't think everything gets the traction that these, these advertisers would love afterwards, but uh, it's definitely a boost and, and kind of kicks off a lot of campaigns for the, for the coming year. I, I love that. It's uh, it's like your Super Bowl. It is the Super Bowl too. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, you know, it fits in perfectly. <laughs> uh, hey, Frank, thanks so much for the expertise this morning and sharing some of your thoughts. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right, Frank and Jerty with the Martin group joining us to, We'll talk about some of the Super Bowl ads on the Trocare College Live Line. That's the WBEN All Local. All new episodes are made available each weekday morning, produced by the award-winning WBEN Newsroom.